Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And welcome, welcome back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host Eleven. My name is Winnie, and we are the gateway, gateway drug, drug to, to mindfulness. mindfulness. And today, <laughs> oh. our next guest is a highly regarded industry leader cannabis advocate, award-winning grower, and the founder of The Karma Cup. Please welcome Sarah, Sarah. Sunday. Hey. Wow. <laughs> very energetic. I'm very excited yeah. that you're here. I feel like we just caught a rare Pokemon. Oh. Or no, rather not caught, but rather get to, get to Marvel at. <laughs> Invited and you said yes. <laughs> okay, all good. Interesting descriptions. <laughs> how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, thanks good. for being here. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Um, how's your life? You've been up to some cool stuff lately? Did you drop some weed? I did. I did drop some weed. I did drop some weed. Well, we gotta we just gotta back chill. It up. Yeah, like I need some history here. Okay. Um, so for those, for our audience members that might not be aware of you, I'm sure there are a lot that are, but please let us know where the Karma Cup began, where your uh, passion for weed began, and we'll, yeah, let's start from there. Okay, awesome. Um, so basically, um, I'm a grower. Um, I have been for a while. Um, I I just felt like I could, wanted to do something different with the cup than people were already doing, or maybe do it a little differently in my own through my own ethos. And uh, so I created this thing, the Karma Cup, awesome weed competition. Um, in 2014, actually, I created it. So we've been doing this competition and festival basically since then um yeah almost 10 awesome. years yeah it's awesome whoa yeah so it's always a legacy event so this is the first year that it's a recreational event that's what's super cool about it so i i know do you know matt from shatterizer i do i love matt sweetheart Fantastic. right <laughs> shout out matt and val yeah. shatterizer thank you matt and val yeah love, we love you mm -hmm. um i was hanging out at his place and he did the karma cup judging kit like probably like one of the first years then that was like 2015 2016 i knew him yeah like and um Second that was so fun so it was the first time i had seen professional curation and it was through a submission process and that's what i really want to clarify because i think the karma cup has become for me at least going in and throughout legacy uh not on the product side as much to begin with just an entertainment creative uh, agencies I was on like Matt Myrna's show at the vapor lounge freestyling like just around yeah. um, and I hear and I and you'd know about it like since you started it so so what exactly it, it was a judging kit and you got it from the best growers and your function in this process was to gather or be the network um, to bring like some of the best weed I've ever tried like yeah, like this one tastes like oranges. This one tastes like pina colada. What the yeah. fuck you mean? And it's all in one box. And it's or like, how did this idea conceptualize? Had this been something you dreamed and wish you had? And how did you go about sourcing 
How did that happen? How did all that happen? Like the magic that I saw at Matt's place in 2015. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I mean, it, it's not a new concept, right? Can High Times Cannabis Cup. There were other cups in Toronto. There's cups I entered. I just was like, you know, I, but the judging I don't want to get negative about the other ones, right? So I'm just trying to sort of avoid getting negative <laughs> yeah. about the other ones. Yeah. Um, but, but the judging kits or? Yeah, so I, I basically, I tried to do it professionally and that sort of resounded with the community so they entered more entries into the karma cup than it basically had been entered even like I don't know, three times as many as any other cup in Canada for sure way more so the name I, you know, resonates you know I want to keep it fair and honest and stuff like that and that's another thing there's other issues with other I'm you know uh, so oh, I know, you know oh my saying? god I don't manage a I don't have a consistent band for this reason trying to manage it's Humans difficult, is... right? So I would get like maybe up to, I think maybe I got the biggest year was 150 entries. So I was from, only averaging around 120, 130. From growers? From, well, I mean everything. So there, I had uh, extracts, bud, pre-rolls, uh, edibles, topicals, CBD. Like I had like a lot of different, depends. I had between nine and 13 categories depending on the year and how, uh, you know, adventurous the, I was or yeah at <laughs> the whole applicable market yeah so when you get these entries yeah your is there is it just you that's saying these are the top there I I'm not really I mean if something looks terrible and it there's looks like there's something wrong with it I'll tell them to take it back right but in general I wasn't doing a lot of curating in the past it was more like okay you 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 think you can do it okay well you'll get some feedback oh cool. so whether it's whether it was you like, like it or not it's a talent competition <laughs> yeah of weed growing yeah and sometimes Sick. people don't like the feedback they don't want to hear that feedback so they give you death threats or <laughs> stuff, no. like that. oh so really? many death threats every year almost i get oh some my. kind of death threat oh my or, or, or some kind of threat take of some it form. easy i'm like come guys. here i'll tell you where i am come yeah exactly <laughs> that like, doesn't feel very weed weed yeah there's appropriate <laughs> well, you know you gotta think for a second though that there's a lot of people that are self-medicating with cannabis yes so you know they've got issues yeah Exactly. It is That's a beautiful fair. community of, I mean, I think I fit into it so well at first because of an exception of like a self-acceptance of being a little broken. <laughs> and like in the, especially legacy weed days, I'm like, yeah, like these are my fucked up clown peeps. Like we're just like out here blazing together, not giving a fuck about the law. That shit fit perfectly. <laughs> like, you know, like, um, yeah, so you're right. There's a lot of different perspectives coming from the community, but that's part of what makes it so unique. How, what have you, or what had you learned that's benefiting you now in the crossover from, you know, creating this event and all that goes into that? And then ha have has that learning crossed over to help you into the legal market? Oh, super invaluable. So I basically already had the model. I know how to, I, I've had to manage a lot of different people uh, and communicating with them and organizing the logistics and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's um, super valuable. Plus, um, you know, we've created, uh, like more for want of a better word, a legacy, right? So that we, ha yes, we know have. what, you know, so that people have some degree of confidence in what we can deliver in terms of like helping their brand. You did the work to build a reputation, and once you do that with something, you essentially are a case study for the success of that yeah. process. Um, so the name, I love it. Like the like <clears throat> when I heard Karma Cup, I was like, well, yeah. At flat first glance, from a branding perspective, it resonated with my mindful 
like you know I like you know the yeah. the idea of karma and I, I think it ties into the plant. Was there any consideration of cannabis being a crossover with mindfulness when choosing the name, or did that, or is that something that you really believe in, or how did that happen? I mean, I, I was at the, I, I've been into this kind of yoga and Buddhist stuff, although I'm really not that into the Buddhist stuff anymore, um, for like, since around maybe 98. Okay. So it's a long time. Um, <coughs> But honestly, I mean, gotta be really honest, I didn't name the cup. Mm. Uh, my friend Scott, Fat Farmer. Shout out Scott, he, Fat he, Farmer. He named it. I was gonna call it the Honest Cup. Oh. <laughs> and like, and he's like, he's nice. like, no, you should call it the Karma Cup. And I'm like, oh, what a better name. Okay, Scott. <laughs> I love it. You know, I would have been okay with the Honest Cup too, yeah. but it doesn't have the same ring. No. Oh, uh, no, the cup. It is the THC, karma. though. Oh, my God, <laughs> the Honest Cup. THC. Oh, oh my God, that's bars. Shit. Oh my God, that would have been that would have been a deep consideration. <laughs> I did a little. I might owe the domain name. I'm not sure. Oh, sick. Yeah, I know. Then, I was like, someone out there yeah, might. you just take got a gem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you uh so wonderfully had us uh come participate at OPP. Yes. Uh, and we got to try some amazing weed. Uh, and. I guess these are the selections. Do I have that right? This, From yeah, this is this is the hybrid selections. Okay, sick. Yeah. And this is. I fucking, tried most of the hybrids. At, I at the cup. I preferred the hybrid. Oh, yeah. of them. Well, like, then I brought you the right bag. Yes, <laughs> you certainly did. So this is so cool. So I mean, congratulations for Thank this. You. This is beautiful. So this is the Karma Cup and uh, judging kit. And so so. Can you tell me more about this process, like like the blind selection and how you chose a hybrid one, two, three, four? Uh, well, uh, yeah, basically, I mean, you were there, you know. Yeah. We, well, we had a sesh, um, one for the the buds, the bud entries, and one for the pre roll. So two different days. There was about I don't know eighty to one hundred people there, depending on which day it was. Yeah. We smoked a bunch of weed. Huge hot box. <laughs> yeah, huge. It was insane. Um, it was after insane. the pre roll one, I didn't want to. I was said said to my friend, I'm like, I'm good not to smoke weed for a while. And, it was a and, lot. And he like we, like at the same time, we basically said the same thing. We're like. That's, we're good. Um. It's gonna be, there's so much in your blood and lungs hanging well, then out. I went and smoked, cause I, like, okay, so I went and smoked everything the next day. After we all smoked it at the thing, I then smoked every single thing the next day. Just, to, you know, you gotta. You gotta have a. I gotta, I gotta do it all myself as well. So I smoked them in a row. I had a big ashtray full of like I smoked like an inch out of like yes. however many joints. It was like about I don't know forty seven yeah, joints or something. Crazy. Like. It was so much weed. Winnie stopped. Like Winnie, like dude, I am not proud of myself. <laughs> like yeah. I, I thought I was gonna do way better. I ended up at like twelve, I think. Yeah. I almost got to 30. And we were I think, there for like the eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you had to eat pizza too. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so much fun. It was. I I was serious about it. I saw. Yeah, that. we did that all the awesome. judging. You had your computer there oh, and everything. You were yeah. taking. I loved that. When he got school about that. it. Yeah, because I was so excited. Yeah, I was. I was. I was diving into the notes. I was just like. I was like, this one feels like purple magic. Like this one's like like I'm going my intuitive scale, but okay. So like basically through those ratings mm -hmm. in the community and yourself you kind of took the best bangers and put yeah. them into one yeah that's this is the evolution of cannabis and i love the role you're playing as um curating and um 
opening the gates uh, for people to access different types of weed. Like that's so incredible and cool because sometimes right now, unless cannabis brands can like sign, I guess it's kind of like some are like signing to a label like with ghost drop, like they find a cute, you know, like yeah. n they're not yeah. all growers. So yeah. unless you can make your own like Primo or whatever, unless you can build your own, you know, and unless you're getting signed to one of the big labels, oh my God, being a weed farmer is so much like being a musician, fucking wild. It's almost like, uh, like a label, but then like you're going, um, like you, that's what I'm, how are you, who are these people? That's what I want to <laughs> ask. Well, I, can't, you I mean, can't. I can't tell you exactly. Oh, you can't. There's, there's, I mean, not there's, specifically, but like, who? How are you finding these people? You know, how did I find them? I just, or how did they find you? Rather, I mean, I no, I probably literally. Some of them found me, but mm. I, I am. You know, I just pitched them. I literally sent them a blind email or a cold email or Instagram or whatever, okay. and I said, make an appointment with me, and we'll talk about it. And okay. I'd pitch, 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 pitch. Sell, sell, sell. Yes. You this the, for rhythm and flow we've been doing this with brands and stuff and just like you got to put your feelers out there and see who's interested in your project there's an industry network for a reason and you're right all the information is available yep. and you're trying to bring someone value and if it comes with an ask it comes with an ask but ultimately if there's synergy you will end up with the right participants i love that yeah Fuck. Totally. So this is your this is your function that's very valuable so in terms of dealing with the ocs um at like was that a very new experience for you? Yeah, yeah. that must yeah. have been, right? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, entertaining. Yeah, so you've been legacy for a long time. This is the first year with that. I mean, you don't have to, you know, say anything you don't want to, but yeah, what have the steps been like and how hilarious? Like, <laughs> well, I originally asked that question because I wanted to know since when has this, this idea, like did, when did that start in your brain for legal? Like when did when did um, you want to be like oh we can do you know this I've been thinking about something like this for a long time like I've tried to get other things I mean I yeah basically I've thought about it for a long I mean I was involved in attempting to make legalization happen that yeah. like I was an advocate yes. for that right so um, obviously I was doing it because I wanted to be in the industry I I'm, I didn't do all that so that I could continue to play cops and robbers right so yes. eventually you know it took a while for there to be an appropriate opportunity and be at the right moment in time so this this moment in time I met some people and they wanted to do it I wanted to do it they understood what I was trying to do about the blind cup and everything like they got like that I was trying to make it fair and that it, you know they he he this is Benny from weed me he 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 understood so um Shout out Weed Me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we we very we basic. I met him, and a week later we went to the OCS and did the presentation. So it was all very quick. Wow. We didn't even have a contract signed at that point. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Handshake deals, trust. Yeah, yeah. You're just making it happen. That seems to be so often when something yeah, I, successful is I don't recommend built. that. No, no <laughs> one don't does. Don't do that. <laughs> but that just seems to be the way. Like, great advice. That's true. Don't aim for that. But exact. Do but it seems to there be. There is a contract now. Of course. Of course. I'm yeah. Not, don't. I'm not an idiot. Don't risk. But. But th sometimes that magic has to happen on the fly, and you got to just make it happen. I hear. I'm you. wondering. I'm wondering if you're really, if you kind of understood or have grasped this idea of how 
epic this actually is. It's because, probably not. No. Okay. It's very yeah. Important. Like, because this is going to be crazy for the winners. Uh, yes. And you know what? But I, it's not even about that as much. I mean, yeah, I want to deliver that value, and I, I am confident that we can do that. Um, but the to me, what's really epic about it is. So far, our culture is being kind of really diminished and yes. broken due to legalization. And what? like all the big brands, like, do you remember like friend, like all the stores that were like, yeah, the friendly original. stranger yeah. and like all those stores are like, I don't know, somebody bought them and they became some other weird thing and <laughs> yeah. nobody cares. And the, you know, the, the culture's dying. Um, so I want to bring that, the culture, into the legal arena. Like, that's what I'm encouraging, is that we get the culture back into yes. it so that we, we can take over. Like, in my opinion, yes. we can take over from all the idiots. They're right now, Thank like, you. there's so much uh, friction being Thank involved you. in this industry. It's expensive. It, um, there's re regulation out the ass. Uh, nobody's making any money. It um, doesn't need to be that way. So, we just but, had but to the let the is, mafia have their way with us for a couple of years. And you're right, now it's time for culture to get They're back. all leaving. They have to, because it's like, if you're a scammer and you don't care about weed, then like, why stay? There's no money. Yeah. There's literally no money left. Government takes it all. So like, between the yeah. government and the OCS, they take it all. There's like oh. the barest frac sliver left. Yeah. So that's actually a really good point. I hadn't really thought that, yeah, people are going to start walking away from it if you're not passionate about it. And why then, would you? There's no money. Yeah. So the point <laughs> is, it, give them that last little push out the door by yeah. bringing in more of us. Like, is more of us that we can come in and just push the rest of them out, and then eventually they'll be like a distant memory, and then... It, you know, as we go along, government will get more sane about how they're, you know, they'll realize there's no problems here. And business gains money, it starts lobbying. I actually feel like it would be a really awesome, I keep telling this to people, and I, I'm an old school protester, so I'm like, yes. let's have a protest. I think, feel like we should have a protest in Ottawa about the excise tax. Yes. You know, you could probably get all the LP. Uh, like, it, it's very universal. If we got rid of, if we got the excise tax reduced to a, a reasonable amount, like that would help basically everybody in the entire industry. Oh. So um, I really feel like we should, um, like in a million years ago, I'm, I'm a medical patient from like a really long time ago, and we had a period of time, like maybe it was around 2011, where the government was really, really slow in re, like renewing people's uh, MMAR paperwork. Mm. So it was taking like a, over a year for people to get, so people were having legal issues over this, it was really bad. So we rented a bus, <clears throat> went to Ottawa, yo, and we like blocked, not with the bus, but physically, we blocked, the um, garage door, Health Canada, like garage door on Friday afternoon. Oh. And we only let out a certain number of cars an hour. I guess you have to legally like let them out, you know, so you're not like holding people hostage. And, and, and then <laughs> so, Makes sense. Love so that. like within two weeks, they solved the problem. Oh. They came out and they solved the problem. So Jeez. like, <laughs> so what I'm saying squeaky is- Squeaky wheel grease gets the yeah, grease. If you're just sitting around complaining to your fellow colleagues, Hello. Yeah, you, that's never going to get you anywhere. That's a and big wake-up call. The government still, I think it's until the 24th, has a consultation period about uh, cannabis, about the Cannabis Act and what they should do in the future. I don't know. I mean, we've still got a few days. I don't know if you have nothing to do on the 2-4. Maybe you just uh, write something up and send it over to them. Like, Hello. why not? Hello. I mean, it, you can't. Yeah. They, they, I'm sure they make a report and summarize it and do five ticks for this thing, four ticks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they... they do some math and say, okay, maybe people care about this. So at least you got to at least say something. You yeah. can't expect them to mind read. Oh, well and said. And then I'm sure we've been saying it over and over again, but every time you just say it again. You, you just you whip out your, your document you used before, change some dates on it, 
add a few things, oops, and you just, you know, yeah. send it back. Where can people find that information to do that type uh, thing? I don't know. Um, on the government website somewhere, there's something about the, it's a, it says can health, what is it, Cannabis Act. Um, yeah, because let's get that going. Uh, consultation period. I, okay. I'm pretty I'll, sure that's we'll what it's. We'll try and put it in Who the do you reach out to? Your MP or whatever? Uh, or? No, I mean, they have like a form it's and you can people. send back your, like you write it up. You write up your little document about whatever and then you send it to their email address or, or something along. I've done it before. Okay. We, we, we. We made up a, a extractors association or something like that, and we made one about we wanted them to allow hydrocarbon extracts. This is years ago. So uh, me and my friend that were in the hydrocarbon business, we just wrote up a little thing about it, and it sounded really pro. And we sent it to their email address, and then we're on the record as advocating. I don't know. It's all good. Fuck yeah. No, yeah, we'll we'll try and thank you find for that. that. Thank you for the so, idea of affirmative action because we do need to be reminded about that. And okay, so your attitude is really good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> and so I'm wondering, like, have you always been resilient? Because to 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 say it and then say it over again when after people aren't listening, and then yes. to say it over again and to keep kind of getting, you know, bumped up against that uh, roadblock, you'd have to be pretty resilient I, I just, imagine yeah um I don't know if I have always been or I learned to be probably I learned to be but I'm just like if I need to go through it I'll go through it if I have to go over it I have to go over it. If I go around it I'll go around it. if I go under it I go under it I don't care I'm gonna get to the end yeah like that's <laughs> yeah it's there's Bars. it's just what it is like I'm not gonna fail I'm just gonna keep going and going and going and going you can't push me down it is what it is that's yeah. Right. So I really feel like more people need to get that going. Yeah, I think so too. That's I'm literally confident. the secret to life. No, I'm not even that confident. It's just I know for a fact that I will just keep going. Like it's, I mean, you do get to a point of exhaustion. So that's another thing. So you have to manage your energy levels and everything so that you can keep going. Sustainability. Right. It's very important. Well, I don't like that word, but but oil. Is super Bill Gates associated word. So I'm not happy. I don't like the sustainability word. It's associated he's, with the whole movement that I'm not into. He's talking about Ooh. the yeah yeah. We're we're on the same page. <laughs> oh yeah, ways. we talked about we're this. We're on the same page. <laughs> oh, don't use the S word around me. <laughs> yeah. So so that's like basically so they can you'll have nothing and be happy. Yeah. It's the they're gonna have us in the. 15 minute cities sustainable and all the digital ideas oh and stuff that's yeah happening. like sustainability <laughs> like a, a like a pack of eggs a month is highly, sustainable i highly recommend watching james corbett has a, a two-hour documentary on sustainable development it's go. like the third part in his how world oil took over the world or something like that honestly amazing series it's probably about six hours highly oh, recommend fuck yeah cool highly recommend yeah, there's uh, lots of work that yeah. needs to I be use, done. I More use so, that word a lot in my yoga classes, so now I'm like, ooh, maybe I should so take a look what, at this. When we say it, though, because I hear the same thing that you're getting. I know, I get what getting, you're saying. But what, what we're saying, rather, is like finding that what most people in the past outdated hustle culture would say, like mm. being lazy or slowing down and stopping, like how we justify taking a break or being kind to yourself is saying, I'm sustaining the overall uh, momentum that I have going by knowing when to rest, not to quit. Like that idea of like, oh, being oiling the engine as much as driving. Sharpen the saw. There you go. And we've seen people and we've experienced it ourselves where like so many of us will just 
work until breaking point and then are forced to yeah. you get sick you get injured break, and it's you know, just the universe being recover. like sit down bitch yeah <laughs> yeah and then you just start that cycle all over again and it's like burn yourself out until you literally are on the ground and then rest and then so we're like let's right before that moment or a couple steps before that moment rest yes choose to rest instead of actually i think going. that's part of the reason the wreck thing i'm doing that because the, the cup was always a very concentrated period of time to some degree mm. where it was extremely intense very 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 busy um like everything to have to do with getting the samples and the kits and everything all that stuff together plus the festival which was another like doing an event is no joke oh my god um especially one that nobody except for the community wants to happen like you know what i mean like this, <laughs> you're fighting that bill right like, so it's very 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 hard fuck. and it's like to get it's like everything is stressful every single thing is extremely stressful so it's oh and and lots of hours and very urgent feeling like like yeah, so talk about that a bit, like the legacy days when you were made to feel like a criminal for, for bringing together bags of oregano, like, you know what I mean? Like a plant and like fighting through that anxiety and going anyway and talk about someone who's believed in the vision. Um, how did you manage that like anxiety other than just smoking weed? Like, or the team that you had was just so well, focused and wanted it to happen so much? Um, I mean, I just keep going. Um, but <laughs> that's basically, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that's my secret to success. But I had Keep like, a few, like I live, you know, near enough to Scandinav at, in Collingwood that I can like, I had for one period of time, I had like a, you can get a shoulder season membership that's reasonably cheap. And then you could go to the baths like every day if you want and yeah. sit in the sauna every day. So I literally for a while there, I basically went like three, four times a week when I had the membership, mm, you know, yes. so you can get your money's worth, right? Totally. You have to. Totally. You have to. You got to. <laughs> so that was fantastic. Oh or, you know, walk, God, I go yeah. for a nice big walk every day. That's yeah. good. And so you do. I play a little video games here and there. What do you nice. play? Uh, any kind of factory game. I like factory and logistics games. I'm kind of weird that <laughs> way. Whoa, yeah. that's sick. Satisfactory is really good. What's a factory game? Oh, it's all about building factories. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, we can play, we can play so, two player oh, on the Satisfactory if you want. I'm it's down. first person okay. and it's really realistic. It's the only game, well, aside from Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild, where I've actually like gotten the fear of heights thing going. Oh where it's my like God. you're in the game and you're like, oh my God, I feel like you're falling and you're like, oh my God. It's like that exact oh feeling when you're falling. They've done good the work. The physics are so good. Holy shit. Do you keep the worlds Science. that you've created? I mean, they're there, they're safe. My computer has space, so. Nice. <laughs> I'm not so very cool. good at all. I'm not saying I'm good at any of this, but I do it. That's amazing. <laughs> That's like me and skateboarding. Uh, um, um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm a little bit off topic. I kind of I want to ask one more question about Please. this. Um, so, uh, someone purchases this at a retail store, or I imagine you, you can also get it on the website. Um, it's on the OCS website. It's, yeah. And then, are you buy this? What do you expect inside? How do they participate in the judging aspect? Of okay. It? Um, when you buy the kit, you're given a card, um, which I looks like it fell off it's probably in my in my car um <laughs> basically the health canada has some regulations where we can't put anything else into the the thing except for like the weed and we can't even write on the interior packages we have to put like a dot a colored dot i mean these are the stupid th rules that they got going on here right 
That's so not even the safest you, thing for the dude, consumer. It's, well, that's what you got to put in your thing that you write to the government, how right? Did you? Yes. Okay, so we got to write exactly. some letters, guys. We got to write some letters quickly because it's the twenty fourth. We're gonna put the information <laughs> in the description. This, this comes is out coming today. out today. Okay. We're gonna yeah, edit we're gonna it. Edit it. That's why I asked if you could do it earlier. We'll find it. Like, we need to edit it. Okay, don't worry. We'll put it in. Um, so do okay. No, hold on. You got more story to talk about with the funniness, but like the OCS seems so ridiculous. I'm quite frankly surprised that such a OG from Legacy has even been accepted by the OCS. They seem so bullshit, like oriented. I'm not trying to talk no, shit. No, we're not, I'm not trying, trying to, to talk shit. I'm just, but like that idea that you just said, to not allow art, art to a certain degree in a bag, to not allow I mean, information. Information in, is the information. real, like, yes. We need the, well, the actual other thing is it's getting shipped out from the OCS store, like website store, and they're not including the card. I, I know because I have a live chat on my thing, so I, they, and by the way, if you do have any issues, go to the live chat, you'll talk to me, I, oh. will, I will help you. So yeah, I didn't mean bullshit like the OCS, I no. mean like, it seems like, like just, it's misunderstood. It doesn't make sense. Like, BS, it, like this is BS, yeah, like, I don't just, understand yeah. why this is like that, so. They don't either. Canada just... likes a lot of regulation. <laughs> yeah. They, they so wanna is have it, is every circumstance signaling? covered off with a rule, like yeah. really rule oriented. And so. and is that a virtue signal politics? What the fuck is that? Why is that? Know. It's case? something wrong with them. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> They're <laughs> not smoking anti-business. Yeah, like because like, these are like these are yeah. like bureaucrats making decisions. People who've never really worked in industry. Like they've always somebody's like they've the government teat has always provided. So like right. So like, they have no actual idea. They've got no clue. They don't know. So, no, no offense. No, no, no. No, but let's say what it is because let's look at it's it objectively. Not, we're not much clue. Maybe they're getting more as they go, but I don't know. I don't well, know. But they're, I don't know them personally. And yeah, exactly. Unless it's not personal, I'm more so no. just saying like, why does such an unequipped person get that job, or how do you even get stationed there? I like, mean, they just, probably put those jobs, advertise them, so maybe you should apply. I really don't want a job. <laughs> you don't want, you're not looking for that job. I, I have mean, a job. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'm not. I smoke weed all day. Okay, we're segueing. Seg Sorry, we're segueing tangent, back. Yeah, tangent. so I want to know someone purchases this, yeah. they get the card. Yeah. What's so next? basically, um, there's a, a code on the card. You put it into the website. You can start judging. Um, there's a 12 point criteria, like evaluation form, which you guys did, where it was like half of it was before you smoke it, like the observation of yeah. cannabis before you smoke it, and the other half was like the while you smoke it. Super thorough. Portion. Super cool. Yeah, without being too thorough. Like recently, I tried somebody's, and I mean. I think there was about 40 questions for the first three parts and 40 questions. And I, I mean, some of them were like, upload a picture of this. And I was like, I wanted it to be over so bad. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I finished the, I was like, oh, another one next, next, no more. Oh. And then at the end, I said to my friend, I said, it was like bad sex. It was like, you wanted it to be over. And then you left before it, you could finish. <laughs> like, That's basically what happened. I couldn't deal with it. I was oh, just like, fuck. okay, I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh, this is too much. Fuck. Oh no. Um, yeah, that's that's so torture. So ours is a reasonable, yeah, so nice. it's very reasonable. No, there's great. seven samples in there. They're blind, meaning so there's just like the color code on the bag, and you, on the website it's color coded and blah blah blah. It's all. Yeah. So you can see what strain it is. I mean, no, you can see okay. how much they make us put the THC amount on it. So oh. that's that's on that side. You can see the THC percentage. Which I guess might sway yeah. people a little bit yeah. if Hi they're not in tune. Hybrid 1, 28.27%. Hybrid 2, 32.5%. Hybrid 3, 32.8%. All right, we're not Holy THC shit. heads here. I'm just saying, though, like that's performing very well as far as the market's 
standard is considered. We're not THC heads though. We're terp geeks. Um, That's part of this just too. Like is smoke. Teach is try to we're trying to encourage people to appreciate cannabis on other levels than just yes, THC yes, percentage. Yes, well, yes, that's, yes. That's uh, not to get too yes. uh, conspiracy theory because uh, I might be proved right in six months if I use that word now. Holler at your boy, I had to. Um, but it seems a little bit like ooh, a creeping mystery that perhaps. The current laws don't want cannabis to be perceived in other ways other than like a recreational drug. Like once more education is allowed to pair with it and the applicable usage of it, it's gonna free a lot of people from addictions that currently benefit. I don't know, I always get a little conspiracy around okay. certain things, but it's like, I can only imagine that being the only clear justification for the revoking of the ability to share information. I think it's just Weird. fear. I think I everyone that uh, Canada is just so afraid that something bad will happen. Not to analyze everything yeah. with such a distrust. I, I have eye. a totally different take on it. Please. Okay, so I just think the buying uh, situation answer. for customers is just so so poor. Mm. Um, they they only get told who made it, what the name of the strain is, and if it's an indica sativa and the THC percentage. So how else are you going to differentiate your product from one from another? Because you can't yeah. smell it. Enable exact or smell, see, see or anything. So, um, you know, and, even and there might be batch differences and the yeah. bud tenders not even consumed it necessarily because they've got a million different things and how are they going to afford to consume all that, right? So, you know, it's just such a bad purchase. How else is the customer needs something to cling on to to figure out what one from another or what thing they want to buy. Yeah. So I think that that's honestly where it's – it's nothing even very complex. It's just a super basic, really bad purchasing situation for the poor customer. Um, okay, so they do the, they do, they put their judging in, they do the judging and they do it. <laughs> I said that plus, uh, seven times now. Yeah, probably. Um, Sorry. No, no, that's okay. No, I just meant right now. I yeah. didn't have any more words. Um, and then how long do we have for this judging? July 31st. Okay, so that's. That's got lots of time. So you yeah. got lots of time. You can get every kit if you want to. Take your time smoking it. Have one a day. Have a couple a week. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. And then what will the reveal look like? Or, um, or you I think in yet? September uh, we'll have some type of awards ceremony. Cool. Um, probably, For the winner? Yeah. Like oh. we'll do something in person as well as have some form of um, like – zoom or something like i always used to do nice. a zoom awards as well for people who can't come or oh. don't you know you know whatever had to uh yeah um that's really yeah. nice cool yeah so we'll have that recognition yeah at minimum we'll have an award ceremony if something cool. crazy happens we'll have something more than that but i don't know that i can guarantee it and i don't have a lot of money this year and i don't have yeah energy okay. <laughs> yeah but you're making crazy cool things happen yeah this yeah. is good. This is good for the culture. Yes. Yeah, thank you. And for thank the you. business, too. Well, I appreciate that you're thanking me because some people are angry. And, um, you know. <laughs> what? How can you be angry at this? You know, I get it. They love the Karma Cup. And they feel yeah. like they're being left behind. And maybe they feel I've abandoned them. The old school. But, I mean, like, come. Come with me. Yeah. Come. come. What about now? Right. You're I know. Like, you can't it's, put down what you're building. It's tricky. I think it's easy to feel resentful. Like, I get that. I get I mean, but But we, well, you, you know, nailed it. It's but, easy. But we can't let that stop any forward motion. <coughs> I talked about that today in my own self. Something happened this morning. Kind of pissed me off. Just that little ting, you know what I mean? Nothing serious, but the, enough to get you a little flame going throughout the day. With the little, <laughs> anyone can get the smoke vibe, you know? Like, and I'm like, okay, I need to stop choosing this frequency. 
Like just like it's easy to hate on someone and their success, especially if you're not part of it, it's an easy choice. It's an easy choice to drop to that frequency and not appreciate it. Yeah. But it's if you can focus upward, if you can move yourself upward, maybe there's an opportunity for us to collaborate in the future. Like have a good attitude about it. Or yeah. and if there's not, there's not. But it's better to hold that attitude yes. than that person left me in the dust and feel like a victim. Yes. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to make that choice of being, well, I'm the shit now. I'm just gonna keep moving now. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Everything in life is either a cautionary tale or words to live by. Yeah, yeah. Lessons or blessings. Yeah. Love that. Oh, man. Oh There's already so many good titles for I this know. episode. Oh, my God. Um, <coughs> when did you, uh, shifting gears, I just yeah. always, I'm always curious about this question. When was your first, like, interaction with weed and what was that like? Yeah. Um, it was probably around... 16 maybe nice 15 or 16 somewhere that's a there. little bit older than our average yeah. uh, guest actually yeah i wasn't really into smoking the idea of smoking was not for me i did i never me liked too. smoking either yeah yeah like so. it's never cigarettes or anything i later on i smoked cigarettes like after i started going to raves and stuff but that mm -hmm. was like basically de rigueur you you had to smoke that a couple packs of cigarettes uh, it was like lifeblood with when you were on ease and stuff it was like uh, oh yeah. it's so tasty it was like oh this is the greatest thing ever this cigarette <laughs> but you know yes I, yeah just yeah. quit that i haven't smoked a cigarette since may of 2001 yeah oh beautiful congratulations yeah. so gross the chronic i only smoked for like a short period of time like probably a couple years and you switched to weed then i mean i was already, already smoking some. weed so i just I was just like, I don't ever want to smoke this. I, I, I don't even really like to smoke weed inside, to be honest with you, most right. of the time. Because I don't like smelling like an ashtray. <laughs> I know. a real issue with that. I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just realized that that, that I, you, I didn't yeah. know that I was yeah. leaving my home and going to my yoga studio and smelling, smelling like, like weed. weed. Yep. I know people say that oh, to boy. me too. Like, the, like I'll get a nod sometimes that. in an elevator or in a close scenario. People are like, and I'm just like, <laughs> what are you what's up? And they're like, smells good, buddy. I'm like, it's Tom Ford. And then they're like, no, weed. I'm like, ah, it's still Tom Ford. <laughs> nice. That's a good strain. But um, yeah, I mean, fuck, I don't care. I love it. I love being a stoner. Do you take a lot of pride in being a stoner out there in situations where it's not applicable? Because I'll fly my freak flag of being a stoner. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's normal. So right. I don't, I don't. Like I'm right. not like Cheech and Chong or anything. Like right. I don't. Um, yeah, it's it, just and normal. the other thing is I hate to let any behavior define me. Ooh, well said. Or like like my music style doesn't define me. Let's go. You know, and none of these like I don't dress a music style. Like I always was wondering in high school, I was always like, what is up with these people where they're like dressing a music style? It never computed with me. Never understood. I was straight. So yeah. I can't identify I with anything so much that I'm gonna like like go into it that far. Yeah, that's good. I, I like to keep like distance between me and like beliefs and things. Good idea. That's a very handy tool. That's critical thinking. Yeah. That requires a lot of creativity and um, enabling a perception that's like really objective and hopefully you like enjoy things and you can enjoy things and not necessarily participate in like the steady obligatory behavior that some beliefs hold i just don't need it's to healthy. be defined by it like yeah. i don't need to like i don't need to do do stoner things or like you know yeah like 
I don't know. I, I just know don't need to become a con- like. It's like when they when you define yourself by these things, it's almost become you become like a consumer. You become like a mm. like like you're like now in this box, and now you're like slotted into this consumption path that they've got you on. Yeah. And I'm just like I don't. I'll just do what I want to do, Beautiful. and I won't conform. Yeah, you gotta fuck up the game sometimes. Like <clears throat> I like being the contrast and the difference of the thing. So I embrace my very stonerness when at like the private box at the Scotia. You know what I mean? Like it's like out of, you know, it's out of like what you'd expect. Little name drop there. Or or just, or wherever. Just like, no, where, say you're at a cool spot. That's like usually not. Uh, Hasn't been affiliated with stoner culture. It's not laid back, let's say. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think like being a stoner enables a part of my character to bring that type of energy to a scenario. That might be a little yeah. tight. I mean, but that, that honestly, when you were talking about that, I was like, that's very freeing because part yeah. of, like we started Discipline Stoners on the fact that I was still holding like shame about it. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna show everyone that like stoners aren't what like the stereotype has, you know, um, made them out to be. But in doing that, I've created my own stereotype. <laughs> yeah, you're actually very good calling us out actually on this because yeah, you're almost like perpetuating, um, like I, I had this thought today, <clears throat> it's actually Abraham Hicks thought of like, if you pray for freedom, you're like accepting confinement like on a deep level because you're perceiving yourself as trapped if you pray for freedom. Mm. So it's like, I'm being a loud stoner, um, you know, and trying to like, like keep that in the air, whether it's yeah. relevant or not, as though it's not normal. Yeah. That's sick. Nice self-aware, Laura. <laughs> You're right, the highest yeah, form- Yeah, for that. The highest form would be just to accept it as something normal. Yeah, basically. It just is. But why Why can't then we have cannabis things want. inside? You can do whatever you want. I just don't want to smell like an ashtray. That's all. No, that's good. But <clears throat> the level of acceptance that- <laughs> I hate it when you go on a trip somewhere and you open your suitcase, you're in like a foreign land and you open it and you're like, whoa. Totally. Literally, because it, it, if you smoke enough, it doesn't smell like weed. It literally smells like an ashtray. Like, because Josh mm. smokes a ton of weed and it just, it stinks to high heaven in my opinion. Like an ashtray, like an actual ashtray. It's like yeah, gross. I've smelled like my backpack at the studio before. I haven't mentioned this yet to you, but I've been like, fuck this. Yeah, has a smell. <laughs> you're you're getting to that time of year where you can sit outside and smoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, these are some good considerations. That's part of the whole discipline <laughs> stoners culture. There, there we go. Just to be a little more self aware, maybe you don't have to smell like an ashtray. You know what the thing is? Keep fresh weed on you all the time. There you go. Overpower it. So yeah. So you smell like pungent cannabis. Strong, like an ashtray. weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think. Do you find any of those candle air deodorizers help at all? I don't I've never like tried any of that them. fake smell. I know. Yeah, that's what I figured they would be. So I just never bought plastic, them. right? Yeah. Synthetic is not attractive. It's not. I think it's an an estro. Like they promote estrogen. Ooh, uh, it's like a I don't need any more of that phytoestrogen or something. I don't know. I like there's I yeah. So I just it, these. I don't think you need it. No. Say no to fake smells. Yeah. Yes, I know. As little chemicals as you can keep breathing in and like drinking in and eating in, as little as you can, you know that no matter what, you're going to get some. And mm. you can't control the circumstances every time. But like, <clears throat> unless you have like a home filtration system for your water. Yeah. 
Like you really. I've got great water. I'm yeah. Well. Really oh. nice well, really, really, really deep well that sort of filters through a lot of sort of sand and nice. stuff. Nice, congrats. Oh yeah, so yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah no, no fluoride. We're drinking that city top of the line commercial grade. I mean, Toronto water, I drank Toronto's it for many good. years. I, you know, I we grew got up here. It's pretty clean, I think, in comparison to some yeah. places in North America. LA water, it's gotten a lot better over the time that I've been going there, but like it definitely tastes like it was sitting in a plastic bottle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you don't drink LA water from the tap. Though. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I did when I was there, and it's Why? like, oh don't my god, you know what it tastes like? A seatbelt. It's like you lift a seatbelt, <laughs> and you're like, it's a brand new Toyota Corolla, and this bitch is right out the tap. <laughs> uh, Life's good. Do you meditate? Not really. Nah. I mean, I do some yoga, so I mean, that's about as close as I get. I love. I love. Oh yeah. I love that answer, though. A lot of people try and bend it and pretend. <laughs> I'm never a very good meditator. I've done lots of it. I've tried. Yeah. Um, I've spent lot. Like the yoga retreat I used to go to, it was half meditation, half yoga, like literally half. So. Oh and it was so it was like about six hours a day of of yoga and meditation. So, I mean, I've done lots of it. I'm just shitty at it. So. Of course. I'm better at the mo movement of meditation like uh it was kripalu yoga and like the third stage of kripalu yoga is movement and meditation meditative movement basically i'm trying to remember what they're they had a spec they have a term for it so if you sort of you get into the zone enough that your body just sort of like does all the things yeah yeah, yeah. so like Flow. that was awesome but um yeah it's sitting cross leg. I, I know it takes a lot like i remember when i was first meditating <clears throat> my back hurt it took me like two years Yes. Like my back would hurt and I wasn't sure how to sit. I, I eventually found what was right for my body is like putting a pillow under my butt. And I couldn't sit cross-legged at first. Um, and then I just tried like over, over, over time. Like I originally like that. And now I can. But it's been like years. But at first like. It's been lit actual years. Like, like it yeah, takes like Almost years. a decade. Yeah. I think it's seven years I've been in meditating every how day. How much do you do? Like. This morning, I um, I got up a little later, so I d only did 10 minutes, actually, and I feel, like, pretty good because it, it you can feel like your third eye open when you're um, – there's three optic nerves coming from the bottom of your brain and two of them here and one in the center, and it's like the pineal gland, and it's basically the doorway to your imagination. So when you're conscious, when your brain is in, like, a theta state or an aware state – no, so, like, is that delta when you're aware? And – you're still having thoughts and like cognition, but you turn you turn away like the humans arguably the one of the strongest senses yeah. is our eyesight, especially when it comes to perceiving, calculating, and what needs to be done. So like as soon as you wake up, you kind of strip yourself of that privilege that we accidentally abuse. Like as human beings, we're like, <laughs> like as soon as we wake up, we're like I gotta fix everything. So when I sit down and just like shut the fuck up for a minute and then I like remember, that's what I'm doing. I, so as long as it takes me to do that usually and I get that done in 20 minutes. Like, Sounds like a good use of time. Yeah, it's like yeah. no longer than 20 minutes ever um, between 10 and 20 minutes and, and I'm just like, oh, relax for a minute. <laughs> like that's basically it and my life has been drastically more... 
Um, no, I didn't have to react to it as much. Like, mm -hmm. like a more, more, I've been in alignment with what I've wanted to manifest and. It's similar to you, like uh, taking space from any like labels or uh, yeah. confinement, and, but, it, but it's like with the emotional body. It's like, whoa, there's something that I want to react to. I can feel it in my body, but I'm just going to take a breath before I do anything. And can I see this situation differently, you know? So it's yeah. not attaching on to, you know, the things that kind of trigger you, I I'm guess. I'm familiar with that. That's like the yoga thing. That's yeah. what we always do. It gives yeah. you the space. Yeah, yeah. you separate Creating space is always what they called it. You did yeah. the retreat? I, yeah, I did a yoga retreat for years. Where? Like a decade. Uh, I went to see Watanao, Mexico, most of the time. Oh, yes. nice. How is Mexico such a beautiful place just to, like, relax? Have you traveled a lot? I don't know about a lot, but I've been a few places. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge world traveler by yeah. any means but I, we aren't you know, either yet. i tend to go to the same place over and over again because yeah. i'll like go to spanimus every single year or i'll go to like you know I, i've been to la like a million times or yes. like the bay area a million times or yeah. can you tell us about spanibus because i've only i'm a i'm a new it's a really good show yeah um, it's like for us it's somebody from here like in in business in north america there's it's not about going to the actual show. You don't give a shit what the booths are, because um, most of it's stuff that you can't even obtain here. Right. Um, but like lights or whatever, you can't even get that brand. But I've so it's all this. the people. Like basically everybody. Um, any, you know, there's so many people that just go to the show. It's a, it's a fun show. Barcelona is amazing. It's really yeah. beautiful. The food's good. The night they're like. Spanish uh, Catalonians and Spaniards they stay up really late so like yes. they start eating at nine like that's an early dinner oh my so God. everybody's like up eating and drinking oh. until like one in the morning like on a normal night <laughs> yes. when yeah. do they start their days uh, well they have a siesta in the middle mm. I mean that's I don't know that genius. everybody's siestas but but that yeah. means so some of the stores will close in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> for just like, Italians do that too. oh a thousand percent yeah so Spanibus is awesome. You I, you go because of the people. I'm gonna roll. Have you been yeah, since? Uh, no, the event? I was there the year of COVID. Actually, I was there. Shit. I was. It was Dope. right when they shut down the city when we were there. Oh, Whoa. yeah. I was. There. I was the last. Like I think I was there like three days, four days, and then they shut it down. It was like the day before Spanibus was to start or something. They shut the city down, and oh. then, and I didn't even understand what was going on. My friend said to me, he's like, the shops are gonna be closed tomorrow. Like, I thought he meant like the, the weed shops for some reason, and then, and then literally everything was closed. <laughs> Did you have like, to stay in Spain? Yeah, we, until our flight. So it was like another, I think I was, I think it was like there another four days. Guys, it's okay. just two weeks to curve. Yeah, it was it was so dumb. Just two more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> this is very exciting. Spain, though, that's crazy. Yeah, highly recommend. The food's really yeah. good. People are cool. Lots of amazing, beautiful art and architecture. Is it happening this year? Yeah, I mean, it already happened. It's oh, in it March. Oh, it's in March. Oh, what a great time for us. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this score. Okay, so we got these dots you were talking about. <laughs> yes, the dots. Yellow, the red, dots. green. Yeah, orange, blue. They're nice dots. I Beautiful mean, dots. Staples, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Next time I'll, I'll have, I, I'm gonna control it with an iron fist. Beautiful. Yeah, you are. Yeah, let's. That's cool. I would. I'd love to talk about more like that if you're down. 
like uh, on how to be an iron fist type controller how or to be a big bitch <laughs> yeah. how to be a how yes. not to care about being called a bitch yeah how like, yeah no, but actually I'm, that's kind of where the but your strength lies i mean that's true yeah right that's a struggle women call me a bitch yeah exactly <laughs> i love that i'm just gonna go blindly for the black one okay but like yeah so like you're you're like um curating these things and you want to like oversee like which harvests are being bagged or, or I, yeah I mean everything I mean I just I can't I'm not gonna live at the actual growers place right. but I just want to live at the actual LPs place that that's packing the stuff so that everything is and I just want to be extremely involved so like yes. I want the bags to be a little smaller I want these oh, I want all these different these yes. things I want to be more like the way I like so that, anyway whatever there's I don't want to nitpick in no. front of everybody. No, I'm just but, saying I want to change things up a little bit next year. I That's dig creamy. that. No, you need that. You need. Well, to I try do to that. improve every year. The same thing with the old with the Legacy yes. Cup. I always try to like learn some lessons and see if. This you is know, why people trust you to uphold that. Education oh. is rarely free, so. There you. Yeah. You're paying tuition mm. somehow. Yeah, that's nice. I get like a citrusy, creamy thing going Really? On. It's got that creamsicle vibe. Yeah. It's really creamsicle. Oh Are you going to roll that up? Yeah, I'm down to roll okay, that roll up. roll that up. Bless. Mmm, yum. It is creamy. Holy consuelos. It's a nice sample. Yeah, and it's a, it's a gram. Yeah. That's beautiful. Cool. What has been, have you ever had anything over the years that you just remember? Has there been a strain that you were just like, like me and Winnie got this strain one time called uh, Infinity Stones, and yeah. <laughs> we talk about it. You know, it was like it was like a a lover I never, from the past. I never knew <laughs> what a creep was until Infinity Stones. A creeper. Yeah. yeah. I, I miss like the real headband. Oh, I hear yeah. good things. Like the real headband from like a long time I ago. I hear good things. That I, was I that, that I really that. I haven't had a good headband in like a really long time. I would totally dig that. Nice. Um, I kind of am sort of stuck in like, like a Maple Ridge circa, I don't know, 2007, 2008 kind of taste. Like I'm like, I like that sort of, Yeah. I want that sort of like rank dank, cushy kind of taste. Uh, nice. That's what I want. Yeah. So. Um, that's your favorite, eh? So like an OG yeah, like that, gas. Yeah, the purple kush, yeah. Bubba, like the old Bubba, like. I got some like, ghost fire all that stuff. from a legacy spot yesterday and or two days ago and it was just like so it's it just I only had to smoke half a joint. Yeah. And it was just so dense and dank and beautiful. I'm so with you on that. Yeah. I popped some seeds, some old seeds that I had this year, some like really old some old really old medman seeds cuz oh. he had and that time he did like it's from that era basically. He did really good like he was make, taking all the cuts and making them into seed form, and he did a really good job. Okay. So, like, the weed was just so dank. It's so oh. stinky and yummy. So oh. I popped a whole bunch of those. So that's fun. It should be fun. I'm when do you start uh, the seeding process? I mean, it should have happened a few weeks ago. Okay. I'm a little on the late side, but okay. I've been doing things. So there's, we have a, there's a greenhouse, so oh, nice. I can let it run a little bit later. Oh, cool. This is so cool and insightful and amazing. I just realized as you were telling your, like, your weed preference, like, that's so cool. Like for like growers out there, you know, like because that's yeah. that like just like what does the taste maker what it, we'll what see. it tastes they do might you go enjoy? inside too. We'll see. Then yeah. it doesn't matter. Start them whenever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like do you 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 originally said like you're a grower. Yeah. Like so you've been in tune with this with this plant 
Um, for how long have you been doing that? God, I have no idea. Um, like, when did you start that in your life? Like, mid two thousands, mid mid two thousands. Nice. And you know, you, you took it upon yourself, wow. or did you learn from a mentor at that time? Um, I just the internet was my mentor, nice. basically mostly. I had a friend that grew, um, and so he would give me some advice here or there, but he was super busy and was never very specific, never not never not specific enough for me. Mm. So um, there was mm. like various forums where I just like read a lot, like tons and tons and tons. And It's an art like that. Yeah. I had a job that was like, they didn't give, give you any fucking work to do. And so you're sitting there all day, nice. like trying to figure out something that looked like work to do. So I just read <laughs> like the entire, you know, like forums. Like I read every, some of them would be hundreds and hundreds of responses and pages. And I like read all the way through everything. This is the defining Shit. trait. And then I oh, you know, go home and try it out. Yes. Yeah. So exactly. So. That's big. We got like a, a little bit of like, we like to discuss like maybe the business side or not necessarily the business side. Well, we can get into that too. But like um, as a person building a brand, like you had a job, you know, and you use the downtime on that job to further your passion. And that's something I did. That's something Winnie, like 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 in the downtime at work, like if, if you're not like, you know, having to save lives, like <laughs> you should yeah. be focusing because we get like, you know, entrepreneurial talk, you know, and that's so exciting and creative and the kind of taking control of your life to be able to like build your own thing is so rewarding in so many ways. And that's so great to hear because I did myself the same thing. Like one of my last jobs, I was like an announcer at the boat show, <laughs> like at the Etiquette Center. And like on the downtime in between announcing people, I had my iPad and I was like making beats. Mm -hmm. And then like later I sold those when I went full-time music. Like, and so I had, you. it's hard to have, when people like say, oh, okay, I wanna start my own venture. You're not starting from scratch right off the edge. You most likely, you've smartly dialed in some unused hours to help build some momentum in what you're creating. So that's sick, that's One cool. One can hope. Yeah, exactly. And that's really, you have to be able to take that risk of this may not work out. Like kinda like every time, like every time. Yeah. But then you just keep but going. But then you keep, yo, I think this episode is called Keep Going with Sarah. Nice. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. Um, but yeah, so like, okay, how can someone, say an aspiring grower, you know, and they, they look up to you from what you've done or whatever, or say they want to be a part of this, how can that happen for them? How does that bridge happen? How does how does someone get signed to your label? Um, <laughs> you mean how do they get their yeah, like sample the, in the kit? Yeah, what's the process um, like of Basically, they, they tell me they're interested in doing it. And uh, they give us five five kilos is what we asked for this time, and kilos? Um, yeah. What is that? Is that more? That's more than a pound. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a pound is like uh, four hundred and fifty four grams, and a kilo is a thousand grams. So it's about yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a big bag of weed. Well, a big bag of weed. So they got to um, well, be actually, a professional they, grower. Yeah, and and the best situation is they package it themselves because then they have we send them the bags, they package it, and they have control over making sure each bud is beautiful, or maybe you sort yes. through a ton so that you get oh. mostly around a gram. That you just need to add like a couple little buds to or something. Yeah. If, a, if a chef got an ability to like put one like a piece, yeah. that would be the best. Yeah. yeah. So, but before actually, we'll back up slightly. Same. So the first thing we do is we we get a hundred grams off of them and we do that stash. You and test. Then, yeah, and we test. And then so whatever, it's so it's not a guarantee that you're in on it. But you have to be willing to, if, if you say, yes, I want, you have to be willing to give me the five keys so that we can do the, 
So we can okay. give, so basically what we're doing is we're sampling 5,000 people. Um, the LPs aren't allowed to sample normal people. They're only allowed to sell bud tenders, people with can sell and stuff. Yeah. So okay. here they are, that's product discovery. People are, that never would have tried their bud are gonna try it before, you know, okay. as well with no preconceived notions about who it is and what, what it might be. So there's a defining factor in so, um, a barrier to entry of sorts through the filtration system I mean, of, yeah. of not only trying the weed, because they have to do the Five kgs is not. I mean, I get people think it's a big deal, but it's not honestly that much weed. It's if not? you grow weed, like, what is if that? You grow like? weed in any kind of scale, yeah, which you have to be, yeah, because you're trying to make money. Um, like, like that's it's what I mean. Not that like much weed. This table, full? yeah. Like, how much does that look like? I mean, like so, <laughs> like, like a, what's a large Ziploc bag is usually around a half a pound. Okay. So you know, it'd you be know. like you know. It's it's a bunch of weed. It's yeah. quite, and then if you're already like, bagging it, it's a, yeah. the, the, then it's a big amount. When, once you bagged it, is five kgs. Well, it's I, like ten pounds. Ten pounds of weed. Ish. Oh shit. Okay, so it it's like it's like that's pretty sick. It's like a <laughs> sick fucking shipment of weed. That's yeah. I mean, but, well yeah, you got to make it. This is like this is to go in the packs, right? Yeah, yeah. This is to go. I don't I don't take any of that weed. Yeah, it literally no. goes to the customers, right? Yeah. I, mean, I guess I could say a lower entry amount, give less weed to the customers and take some cash too because I've got things that have to be paid for here. But like, you know what I mean? I got to pay for the voting system. I have to pay for the trophies. I have to pay for the awards. I have to pay for marketing oh, the whole thing. Fuck. I have to like we have to pay for the packaging. We pay for like, yeah. there's like a lot to be done. I know, right? And they're yeah. onboarding for sure. And I mean like you're so, curating. So you're um, trying the weed and essentially they, yeah, well, they have to be ready to commit. That's the thing. I mean, yeah. They have I mean, to be ready to go yes. to market. So it's like when you sign a music artist, like chances of getting signed if you have no catalog, it's none. Like you need to have five singles lined up and you should have fucking produced them yourself basically at this point. Like it, it you have to be a full running professional. So that's right. You, so you're sourcing people that have a certain amount of momentum already going. I mean, it's a pretty fair criteria. I mean, they I have to have the weed, weed and it yeah. has to be good. But yeah. they that's may not, I think the ideal candidate are people that, they people don't know who they are, but they make fire. Right. Or, or possibly they've somewhat tarnished their reputation in some way. And, and they also make fire. Rebrand. Right? Exactly. Lit. So like somebody like, like for instance, like a Ghost Drops, they would have no need to right. be involved because they have an amazing rep like huge brand recognition everybody always thinks of them as quality you know what i mean they Absolutely. Don't, there's probably nothing there but then there's like you know x y and z brand out there who's nobody's ever heard of maybe they're having trouble getting into the ocs etc like etc et right of. so yeah so then they they can enter this and they can get a rep people you know yeah, so so sick. may i i don't know if this is like a if it's behind the curtain type question please tell me but like how did you get in with the OCS to be able to offer that opportunity because that's a huge opportunity. Like if you have the weed, that could be a defining breaking moment. Like for I so just told them what I've done in the past and, and they were like, and what I want to do in the future. That's all. And good. I guess it resonated. And yeah. you had all like because I have a track record. I've done it before. Yeah. So straight up, why not? Wow. That's yeah, amazing. they they would have been. And and, they, and, and you like, know their their whole thing is there's one of their mandates is to eliminate the black market right and really? i mean they should be trying to bring as many people over as possible if they're trying to do that yeah right yeah they should be making it accessible so that people that have want that want to yes. be in the exactly you know 
One hundred percent. Yeah. So I, you know, I thank them and I and praise them for thank you for to the OCS, you know, for. Yeah. Right. I mean, dude, they're making it happen. I rag on them a lot just because I don't like structure. I mean, it's and just the way that I, right I agree. Now. It's all Not good. Not a fan of structure. Not it's, a fan of the government. It, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But no. But you know what? It's, it's baby steps. Though. We're we're young still, and like good things are happening, and steps are being taken, and we're just in the early stages. So it deserves the patience. It's good enough to deserve the patience. Well, what else are you gonna do? I mean, yeah. I think that's a better question. You gotta chip away at I it. I mean, what are you gonna fetch and like? What are you gonna do? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Fuck yeah. Good attitude. Did you have um, parents that instilled like mm. a good thing in you? Like, why do you know that? I know that tastes so fucking good. My dad was a, an entrepreneur. There he you had go. Businesses when I was a kid. You and, gotta keep the attitude. Yeah, basically. So he ta I, I worked with him uh, for a few years before his death. So it was very helpful in learning, I don't know, business, I yeah. guess, you know, because he was it. working at a, like, he had, um, started medical research and development companies that were funded by venture capitalists. So I got I got to see all that stuff what? up close. A pitch deck before 10? Oh, well, I was, we pitched. I was, I mean, I was in the room when you pitched all sorts of people. Let's go. So it, that experience, when you're with someone who's doing that work, you can feel the energy, how you address people. That's so clutch key. Well, and you learn lessons, like no partners and all sorts of things. Like you learn all sorts of lessons. What do you mean no partners? No partners. No partners? No partners. That's a good way to die. <laughs> in in business, no, no no partners. Don't offer two partners. Pay people to do things. Don't nice. don't give away equity if you can. Like that. Don't don't because it's just they figure out ways to fuck you over and you know it just yes yeah just oh, keep shit. control over the situation. It's better never don't go public. <coughs> don't do any nonsense like that. Just like yeah yeah serve with the value. Stick with the value. Stay relevant stick, by providing no, value. Could stick, continue to exercise control. And that's like, you have to know your sphere of influence. And at a certain point, it gets too big and you no longer be able to, be able to influence the whole thing at one time. Mm. So I think it's better to sort of be able to, like, if you care about the output, mm. to know your boundaries of what you can actually achieve. Fuck. Yes, that's right. Shoot for, shoot for. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna use the S word. <laughs> but an outcome that you know you can make it to. Yeah. And, you know that rewards the human DNA system too of that like result. You know, as much as we want to get, we want to go into detachment more. Like I don't like to be too result orientated. Um, but you know, we have goals and we have intentions, and as we move towards them, yeah, you can take bigger strides if you just trust. Fuck. Life is blessed. This is very exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see the evolution of this, seeing where it's come from and and you and Yeah, and just like huge congratulations. Like yeah. it's whatever venture you end up. His, it's on. historic. Yeah. Like Even it actually is happen. fucking cool. Thank you. Sick. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Uh, where should we find you? Yeah. And of course, everyone's um, we'll going to go the buy link this. In the description. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The website, the karmacup.com, and everything else links off of that. The Everything should be there. I mean, I don't even want to say the Instagram because that just keeps getting like, who knows if it, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. always an issue there. You just got to source you out. Yeah. There's, I'll be out there. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you I can love find it. us. Yeah. Go, go. Actually, if you like, the, if you're interested in this, go ask your favorite store if, when they'll be carrying it. There you mm -hmm. go. 
Go to your local retailer all across Canada, right? Yeah, uh, no, Ontario. Ontario. Okay. This time. Yeah. I'd like it ideally I'd like it again to be Canada wide. It will. Be. I don't know if that's possible because we've got all these sort of like silos, these provincial yeah. silos of know, like distribution and everything and it might just, not be Canada wide, uh, but I'm sure know. it could we be do a couple few. provinces. That's yeah. the goal eventually or I, yeah. We'll see how Fuck it goes. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Sarah, you are a disciplined stoner. You are killing it, and you stone all day. I do. I do. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, yeah. guys. Okay, guys, subscribe, share this, go show some love, and be kind to your neighbor, and smoke lots of weed if that's your thing. Yeah, cool. That's it. <laughs> disciplined stoners. That, What's your discipline? Yeah. You're stoning? That's cool. So are we. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better. But it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something? Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. Yo, it's a living from Anger Town. This plant just helped me chill out. Found focus, found confidence. All of a sudden, I was productive, less protective, more progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier, but this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, individual's journey and the more we communicate maybe we can all help each other out love and light welcome to discipline stonish podcast with your host 11 and my name is winnie and we are the gateway drug to mindfulness You don't want a bad girl till you see one Looking at the stars like I'm gonna be one If you know who I am, it's already begun Now I'm looking at this girl like we should be one Maybe add one more and have a threesome She be looking at the stars like she could be but one And if you're moving to it, then it's already begun Gun, gun I see what you're about You play the short game You don't know no one out here But I'll make you glad you came I see what you're about you play the short game You don't know no one out here But I'll make you glad you came